you're listening to the Shed Some Light Podcast, where the beers are kept cold and the conversation is always flowing. Coming to you live, it's Michael and Jack. Sit back, relax, and grab a cold one. It's time to get started. Shed some light, 179, coming to you on a Friday. Michael and Jack are back. And in the famous words of Frank the Tank, the White Sox are incompetent. Yeah, I mean, it's about as low as you can possibly go with this team. You know how we started off last week's show saying you don't understand how people do something or listen to something that they hate? Yeah, I guess we do that too. I hate watching the White Sox, yet I tune into almost every game. Yeah, okay, but I will say that there is a little bit of difference. Like, I don't... Like, with, like, the whole, like, yeah, listen to them because you hate them, I don't hate the White Sox. I hate the way that they're playing. Yeah, 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 but that would be, like, me, like, watching every Yankees game. Like, I hate the Yankees, but I'm still going to watch them. That's not the same thing. I I like the I root for the White Sox. I hate watching them play. It's insane, dude. It's so bad. The players, most of them are playing bad. The managers are managing terribly. The front office, I have no faith in. There's just there's just no hope. I don't understand what is our, what's our deal with like rookie right-handed pitchers swear to god if i was if i was playing the white Sox, i wouldn't pitch any of my starters i swear to god i would bring up every right-handed pitcher that you had in triple a and pitch them and i guarantee you you'd sweep the white Sox. it makes no fucking sense dude the only explanation that i could think of is maybe because they they've just never seen film on them Okay, but, like, I I get that, too. But at the same time, like, you play baseball for a living. It ain't that much different than any other pitcher that you, you face. Like, sure, is there going to be disparities in velocity, movement, arm angle? Yes. But, like, it shouldn't be to the point of where you can't hit these guys. It, like, every rookie guy that like gets brought up from triple a we make him look like he's fucking max scherzer in his prime yep it's like dude what the fuck man yeah i just i i don't even know what to say anymore i i heard this stat the other day dude listen to this the nine players that were added to the white Sox roster this past offseason have accounted for one total Win above replacement. We didn't nine yes. players. Yes. Who did we add? I I don't know the full list. It was Reese, Reese, Vince Velasquez. Yep. AJ Pollock, Josh yep. Harrison, Joe Kelly, Kendall Graveman. The Hazley Heasley guy. Oh yeah. And they I I they went through the whole list. Nine players that account for one win above replacement. Yeah. It's fucking atrocious. And that's why I said I don't even have confidence in the front office to do anything. I see, this is one of those things where I'll hold... I'm not going to hold... 
I don't want to say I'll hold out hope in the front office, but like, I like Rick Hahn a lot. I know Rick Hahn's taking a lot of flack for everything, but I genuinely think he is a fantastic GM, and he's just getting fucking sandbagged to the moon by Jerry Reinsdorf. I, so I don't want to say that I don't have faith in the front office. I don't have faith in Jerry Reinsdorf. I've never had faith in him. He's just an ass. Yeah, he fucking sucks. Here's, so do the White Sox. Here's here's who I am ready to get rid of. Okay. Obviously, Tony Larusa. Okay. Agreed. Um. Obviously, Leary Garcia. Uh, but walk off. Don't care. <laughs> but. Uh, Walk off. Aaron Bummer. I think he's dead. Yeah, Aaron Bummer might be dead. Uh, boom. Gone. I'm not, I'm not going to get rid of Aaron Bummer yet, but, like, I legitimately think he might be dead. And even when he was alive, not very good. Okay, but this what? Year. This year. Yes. When he's yeah. on, his stuff's disgusting. Deal him. Um, and now my two maybes. Yaz? Yaz also might be dead. Might be dead. And when he comes back, I think he needs a wheelchair. Yeah. Well, that'd make him faster. It would. Uh, and then finally, maybe Gavin Sheets. Yeah. I'm not, so I'm not ready to, depending on, I would trade Gavin Sheets in like a package deal, but he, I just, I just send him down to the minors. He would be the one out of that list that I would be kind of sad to see go. Everyone yeah. else, get the fuck out of here. Gavin Sheets, and as much as I hate to say it, Yoan and A.J. Pollock occasionally have the strangest at-bats I think I've ever seen. They will have these at-bats, all three of them, like one to two times every, like, series that they play. So in a total of, like, say, you know, 15 at-bats, they'll have them one to two times where they will stare at pitches that are dead center of the plate, dead center of the strike zone, and be like, okay, taking that pitch and then like slider in the opposite batter's box they're like swinging the sword and you're like what the what were you looking at at both of those pitches what what made that the one pitch down the middle what made you be like i'm not gonna swing at that and then the slider that like never had any part of the zone you were like that's the one right there i like i like that (laughs) swing yeah like what the fuck were you looking for dude yeah they all three of them do it and it's mind-boggling same thing with Luis sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to add Minichino to the list. Oh, Frank Minichino needs to get fucking go, dude. He stinks. He's the worst. He is the absolute worst. When you... It, he should have been done the second you got one hit by the Baltimore Orioles, and then he should have been second done uh, with the game on Thursday night when you get one run in the fucking ninth inning against the Detroit Tigers. You should have been gone twice, dude. Get rid of them all. He fucking stinks. So, the only one I'm not ready to get rid of in this, pretty much this entire coaching staff is Ethan Katz. Agreed. Agreed. I like him. He's young. He seems to know what he's doing. Everyone else, out of here. Fuck them all. I'll get literally, like, everybody's like, I guess the counterpoint to it is like, oh, like who would you get to manage besides Larusa? Fucking literally anybody. I'd give it to Rick Hahn at this point. I'd be like, Rick Hahn, go manage this baseball team. Dude, I would pull. I would pull someone off the the 
uh, NBC Sports Chicago. I'll get Chuck Garfine to manage. Yeah. I don't care. Give it to Frank Thomas, dude. There you go. And and this is the other thing, too. Like, And this could be a bigger issue, and I feel like I really haven't heard anybody talk about this. It doesn't look like this team likes to play together. Uh, well, it, it just looks like they're unmotivated. And if Tony La Russa is supposedly this great Hall of Fame manager, find a way to motivate him. Yeah, but okay, so like Light my fire. my point is... Instead, um, he just sits there and looks like he's dead. My point is like... when the Going back to the last game of the Minnesota series, right? We tied that game up five separate times. The last of which being a two-out, two-run home run in the bottom of the eighth inning... I don't think anybody on our dugout stood up. Oh, I don't know about that. I swear to God, dude. Like, if that was last year's team, somebody would have been on the field. Like, somebody would have, like, hopped a fence and been like, let's fucking go. Like, people just, like, stood up and were like, nice. And then everyone, like, high-fived him, and then that was it. I just really want to know what the vibe is like in the clubhouse. Like, I want to see what's going on behind closed doors. But my and and so my problem is, and this is why I think they don't like playing with each other. I could see like being like, "Yo, let's band together, f- like fuck this, fuck Tony Larusa, but let's all play together as a team." You know, like you know the common enemy. They don't look like they do that. Like they all look like they're in their own individual bubble. Well, I I haven't seen Tim like smile or like scream. I swear to God, all fucking season. Tim doesn't look like himself. Like, sure, batting-wise, every field, like, eh, fielding, he's been kind of ass this year. He's been better. Eh, not really. Um, but, like, you know, hitting, fielding, he's been, you know, himself. But, like, he, it feels like he doesn't have the swagger that he had last year. Like, the only person that looks like they're, like, remotely trying to have fun and who it's always been is fucking Pito. Oh, I was going to say Eloy now that he's back. Yeah, Eloy too. But, like, he's been there for two games. Yeah. And he's been great for two games. But, like, the only one that looks like he's been having any type of fun all season is is Jose, which he does every year. And it was so depressing to see that picture of him just sitting, sitting there. Dug out. I feel so bad. Like, this was supposed to be your window where, you know, he gets to compete for a— he gets to show that he is a top-tier first baseman, gets to compete for a World Series— and it's being fucking ruined by Jerry Reinsdorf and the fucking front office. Yep. My only my only shred of saving grace. Um. The Atlanta Braves were like six games under five hundred and seven games back at the All Star break last year. Team of destiny. Yeah, but then they went on like a seventeen and three month. And I don't see the White Sox doing that. Hey, listen, Atlanta Braves fans probably said the same thing last year. So are the White Sox buyers or sellers at the trade deadline? Um, so this is a big nut up or shut up. Yep. Like you, you, the trade deadline will determine yes. what the rest of the season yes. is going to look like. Yes. If we sell off, we're done. It's a sunk ship. Yeah. I hope we buy. Me too. Again, I hope, I hope no we faith. get another bullpen arm. At one maybe two bullpen arms and then like an actual second baseman that's not complete ass and a right fielder yep i will tip my hat if you want to say something positive um 
which I never, this is wild when this is the positive of the whole fucking talk. Sebi Zavala's been awesome. Yeah. That, dude, that sucks when your positive talk of the White Sox is Sebi Zavala's been good. Yep. That's tough, dude. That is just fucking tough. I'm depressed. <laughs> All right, well, let's... And let's... I'm, I'm going to the game tonight, so I'm going to be more fucking depressed. <laughs> let's move on. Let's hope for some positive vibes. I don't know. Uh, I'd like to talk about the NBA. Zach Levine gets a new five-year, $215 million contract with the Bulls. Shout out. Now, speaking of contracts, why are those a thing anymore? Because they don't seem to mean anything. What do you mean? Well, Russell Westbrook signed a five-year Supermax, and he's going to play those five years on five different teams. Kevin Durant is signed with the Brooklyn Nets and is requesting a trade. Why can't teams just be like, no, you're under contract. You signed this for X amount of years, so you have to play here. Um, I mean, they can. Well, why don't they do that? It's their right. They have the power. Y- yes and no. Because you can look at it like one of two ways. You can look at it as you have the power, but then he has the power to then just be like, fuck it, I'm sitting out. Okay, so, so uh, why, I don't think why you have can't to, the team be like, fuck it, you're not doing your job. I don't have to pay you. I think that is also a thing. But you can look at it that way where you could be like, now like sure you're saving quote-unquote saving money but you're losing a superstar or you can be like well i'm just gonna fucking trade him and then get a bunch of shit back for him i would love it if kevin durant requested this trade the nets are like no then he's like no i'm not gonna play and then they're like fine we're not gonna pay you that would be hilarious and i would love to see that also kevin durant's request I'm only going to go to a team that has at least two All-Stars? What is that? It's the way the NBA is. Kyrie did the same thing. But to come out and just blatantly say that? That's ridiculous. Why Why would he go anywhere else? That's that's like saying... I don't even know what that's like saying. That's just an absurd request. You're one of the best players in the league, and you want to go play with... you. you your only requirement is that you have to have at least two other of the best players in the league on your team? I I think it's an absurd thing to say out loud. I don't think it's a, an absurd thing to say. It's not an absurd move, but to request it out loud is bonkers. Yes, to say it, to say it out loud would, but then like I don't know, I'm sure he didn't go to the media and was like, "Hey, I'm sure he went to like the fucking Nets front office and then it somehow got leaked." But like I mean, like I said, it's not like he fucking Said it like went to the press conference like yeah I only want to get traded to a team with two all stars but I mean like it fucking makes sense like I don't want to get traded to a team with a bunch of shit bags on them. Well then, then that's just a life lesson right there. The grass ain't always greener on the other side. Just be happy where you're at, dude. See, that's what would be funnier to me is if like, um, is if like Kevin Durant was like yeah I'm not playing. And then they were like, all right, that's fine. We traded you to Sacramento. Yeah. <laughs> like, get fucked, dude. Like, that'd be way funnier I, than, like, we're not we're not 
I, paying you. They're just like if you were just like, sorry, dude, we traded you to like the shittiest fucking franchise. I was of trying all time. to think of the just the worst, most chaotic yeah, you're go- franchise. You're going to the just fucking send them there. Kings, dude. <laughs> like, congrats. They haven't had a prospect pan out in fucking years, dude. Yeah, yeah. It but, would be it would be the ultimate, just. I guess most ironic scenario if somehow he ended up on the Bulls. I'd fucking I'd trade some pieces for him. You'd be at such a dilemma. I I still don't think I'd root for him. Oh, okay. See, that's where you're fucking wrong, dude. You got to put that shit aside. Dude, I do not like Kevin Durant. Yeah, I've said it for years that I don't like LeBron, but if LeBron came to Chicago, I'd root for him. That'd be sweet. Kevin Durant, I just I cannot root for him. I, t- I don't see the, this is like some like made up hatred that like just doesn't make sense. Like I can understand why you hold a grudge against him for going to Golden State, but like I don't understand why you're still holding that grudge and why you would still hold it if he went to the Bulls. Would he make the Bulls better? Yes. End of discussion. Yeah. I'm still I I'd be like go Bulls, not Kevin Durant. <laughs> Okay, so then... He's just a snake, dude. I don't like him. Okay, so... If if Kevin... I want to make this decreed now. What episode is this? One, uh... 79? 179 or 180? 179. One, yep. 179. Episode 179. If Kevin Durant goes to the Bulls, and the Bulls win the NBA title, you are not allowed to celebrate. I am banning you from celebrating if Kevin Durant wins an NBA title for the Chicago Bulls. Mm. Unless you publicly denounce your hatred for him. All right. Unless you, I fucked up, drafted a Mecca Okafor. I, I like Kevin Durant. No, no, no. I don't have to say that. I, I don't like hate him. him anymore. Okay. And then you have to say that you're, you're glad that he's on the Bulls. I just have to say that I don't hate him. Nope, you gotta say he's you're, he you're, he you are glad that he is on the Bulls. Fine, he's not going to be on the Bulls anyway, so I don't yeah, care. Yeah, but I like it just in case, just in case, a little fallback option. I I I understand that he's a snake, but like, I think to to play devil's advocate and you're gonna be like you're just picking and choosing i think lebron does this but he does it all behind the scenes he's the puppet master like he's telling people who to sign where to sign fucking i want this guy like he's the coach of the lakers dude he's just not a fuck out front about it he's still a dickhead he's still just as much of a dickhead as kevin durant i don't think so (laughs) i mean it's just (laughs) not it's not even like it's not even like opinion based. Like he just does do this shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we we could just get into another like two hour long argument about this, but I'm not going to. <laughs> so let's move on. Unless you got anything else NBA to talk about. Uh, no. Dante Moore commits to Oregon. Dante Moore commits to Oregon. This will get us into some college football talk here. Um, so. Dante Moore commits to Oregon, and I'm not, I'm really, I would have loved for him to come to Notre Dame, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think he's very talented. I'm, 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 
as weird as it sounds, I'm glad that he went to Oregon. Yeah, like we said, it's kind of out of sight, out, out of, of mind. Yeah, out of all schools that he could have gone to, I'm very happy he went to Oregon. And I'm really not trying to slander like a 17-year-old kid, but his quotes during his commitment made no sense to me. Why? What do you say? So, uh... You got them written down? Yeah. Mad boy. He said that he... They asked what was important before he made his announcement. What was, like, important factors in making this decision? Um, He said he wanted to go to a place that had good facilities and a proven track record of developing quarterbacks. Okay. Half of that's true. Uh... I looked up Oregon quarterbacks in the NFL. Marcus Mariota. It's got to be number one, right? Marcus Marcus Mariota and uh, Justin Herbert. Okay. And then you fall off a cliff to Dennis Dixon. Ah, the Dixon. uh, Achille Smith and Joey Harrington. That takes you back to the late 90s. And Oregon is a proven school of developing quarterbacks? Okay. So... Two things about this. One, facilities, correct. I agree with that. I'm not arguing uh, with that point. Uh, two, I hate to be this guy, but again, devil's advocate then. Fucking Notre Dame's got what? A big old fucking goose egg in oh, the I'm, NFL? I'm not, I'm not saying that like that's Notre not, Dame's any ain't a good, ain't a good look for saying, us. Dude. Oregon is your, is your landing spot for a place that develops NFL quarterbacks? But at the same Marcus time— Marcus Mariota dude, stunk in the dude, NFL. Yeah, but that's tough, right? Like fucking— Alabama's got zero. Zero what, what? Zero quarterbacks in the NFL. I guess Tua. Like, there there really hasn't been a school that's, like, been, like, like, everybody has, like, you know, tight end U or O-line U. Like, there hasn't been a school like that for quarterbacks. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's tough to be, like, I know he said that, but, like, there there really isn't a school that, you know, is like, hey, if you go to this school, like, you're going to be a fucking first-round quarterback for sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just thought that that was an interesting comment. Then he went on to say, this is a direct quote, unless I misheard it. It's far from home, but NIL will help with that. Okay, so paying then, him a shit and, ton and of money. He goes, and then he went on to say that NIL wasn't a big factor in his decision. Yep. Nice definitely true <laughs> so you just contradicted yourself within like two minutes of each other i i like that quote it's far from home but nil will help yeah that's uh that is basically saying they are paying for my family to come out there and and live there which is gonna be a couple mil yep so that's nice see it detroit moving to oregon yeah Interesting move. Dude, Oregon is one of those schools that, like, it's, that's fucking weird that Oregon... I get it that they're, like, you know, next to Nike, so that's why they get everybody, but it's just, like, a weird location for, like, a good football school, you know? Yeah. I don't like, know. you think of where, like, the good football schools are. It's, like, you know, I feel like down south to, like, Midwest. Yeah. And then, like, you get to, like, Texas, basically, and then it, like, kind of drops off besides, like, USC. And then it's just like, mm, Oregon. Yeah, that's true. Like a little fucking dab right there. Oregon, yeah. go to football. Yeah. Other things that I want to talk about. Real quick though. Do you, because I feel like Oregon's like 50-50. Do you like or hate Oregon? Or do you have like a, just like for the school in general? 
I'm I'm basically as neutral as you can get. Because I've always said I don't this like them. I, I don't a, hate them. Since I was a kid, I've always said this. I would fucking go to Oregon in a heartbeat just for the swag. Swag is sweet. Um, I think that's a bad reason to go to a school, though. Like, they got top-of-the-line fucking everything, dude. I also, like, it's cool, all of their, like, jersey combinations and stuff, but I also like, like, knowing... Tradition. Yeah, what you're going to wear every game instead mm-hmm. of having 12 games with 12 different uniform combinations. No, I agree with that. I think I think it'd be cool if they did, like... Like you said, like, they got, like, their home and away, but then they have, like, one or two games where it's, like, all right, putting on the fucking, the bad boy uniforms yes, right here. Yes, And, like, it's, like, Nike's whole thing, like, they got a whole team, and their whole job for the year is just to develop two fucking uniforms for Oregon football. Yeah. And they got to be fucking sick, and they can't miss. Like, that's your whole job every fucking year. Yep. yep. That would be sick. Yeah, so, I don't know interesting i like the helmets with the fucking wings you know what i'm saying yeah those are sick yeah agreed okay um we talked about it at the very end of last episode but there's been some crazy conference realignment going on in college football and you see the thing about are you talking to talk about the acc what's up with them it's like florida state north carolina and somebody else are all vying to join the sec um, yeah, but I don't think that that has too many legs right now. I saw it was, one, it was just, somebody tweeted, it was like fucking Virginia Tech celebrating after they beat Appalachian State for the 2024 <laughs> ACC championship. <laughs> I was like, oh God. But yeah, sorry, what were you talking about with conference realignment? So, uh, as we talked about at the end of last episode, USC and UCLA joined the Big Ten, which is funny. You know what I forgot to say? You know who is the person that gets fucked the most out of this? Hmm. The USC equipment manager that's got to drive that fucking bus all the way to Rutgers, dude. Oh, yeah. That's a 41-hour drive, dude. Dude. You got to leave on Wednesday to get there, dude. (laughs) And then you got to drive back, and then you probably got to drive somewhere else immediately afterwards. You know what uh, what was something that I heard that was crazy? Uh, USC is closer to Honduras than they are to Rutgers. Yeah, fucking doesn't surprise me, dude. <laughs> like, what? It makes, dude, it makes, that that move makes no fucking sense. Well, the Big Ten just wanted to get the LA TV market. Yeah, no the shit. Ten, did I, you hear the Big Ten's TV deal? Isn't it like 80 mil a team or some a, shit like a that? A billion dollars in yeah. total for 80 to 100 million dollars per team. Yeah, that's nuts. That's wild. That's nuts. So, like, I understand if, you know, conf- or if teams are trying to get into these conferences j- just strictly for the money alone. Like, at some point, it makes it kind of makes sense. And that's where I'm torn because I loved, I love the regionality of college football, mm-hmm. all the different conferences. Each conference kind of brings their own identity. Mm-hmm. Big 12 is like you're running gun, lots of scoring. Pac-12 after dark. Like, I love 10, 30, 11 p.m. kickoffs on a Saturday night. I love, I love a good noon kickoff of a Big Ten game where I watch a 7-3 to three yeah, football Big game. Big Ten is running the ball and punting the ball. Like, Hell everyone yeah. has their own identity, right? Then, now, it's like, it's getting to, like, an NFC, AFC, NFL model. 
And like, as much as I love football, I like the NFL is just take it or leave it for me. I really like, I don't care that much about the NFL. I love, I live and breathe for college football. Mm -hmm. And it just seems like they're trying to turn it into the NFL when we already have the NFL. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things where too, where you have all your conference championships and then especially with the playoffs, it's always like, dude, this team was always way better than this team. This team was always way better than that. And as much as like everybody, you know, thinks it's just running in circles when you're arguing, cause there's no right answer to it. Arguing those dumb points is it's part cool. of the fun about it's being so much yes, fun, dude. Yes. And then and then when you get to bowl season and it's like noon on a Tuesday and you have two random ass teams that have never played each other on TV, I yeah, love Yeah, you that. got fucking Utah not, versus South Carolina. I'm not trying like, to sit the there and see like the Broncos play the Panthers yeah. in just a normal playoff yeah. game in the NFL. I don't yeah. care about that. I really don't. Yeah. And and this is uh, some weird kind of tie in here, but like the 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 arguing of that is it's one of the reasons switching sports completely why I don't want like robot umps is because like sure there are times where like a normal ump will fuck me or like fuck the team that you like, but then there are also times where it helps and it's like that's fun, dude. It's fun to be like invested in a game that much, you know? Yeah. And it's fun to be like invested in your conference where it's like yeah we're like the tough nose like fucking hard nose football and then oh those like. Well, you know, just dink and dive down the field, you know, the Pac-12 out there. It's like, fuck them, dude. It's like, we're the Big Ten, you know. We're yeah. in the Midwest. We're gritty out here, dude. That's what I'm saying, dude. The weirdness and the regionality that comes with college football just makes it so much fun. Yeah. And, like, I feel like um, I feel like Notre Dame has been, currently is, and hopefully will continue to be the team that's, like, leading the american dream like we're our own boss like we're just the mom and pop company obviously a lot bigger than that because notre dame's a national brand but like we're the team that's like let's do this on our own and now it's like dude amazon and corporate america is just buying up everyone it's like i don't want to go to that i really don't Mm -hmm. no i feel you i will say though the only good thing about usc and ucla joining the big 10 is i cannot wait for the first time they got to play in the midwest in like november well dude, it's that's gonna a- be <laughs> fucking hilarious I, dude i saw when they got to play iowa in november in a snow game and, and iowa just trots out five fucking six seven 325 pound big ass offensive lineman is like hey we're just gonna fucking shove this ball down your throat all game deal with it it's gonna be comedy it was i saw a funny tweet and it was just like i think it was like purdue michigan state playing in like two inches of snow and they're like can you imagine when usc has to come yeah, and do this dude. like that that's gonna suck for them yeah they're gonna that be was, terrible that's the that's gonna be so funny to watch the first time they gotta play in like a fucking blizzard and and lincoln riley's gonna throw a fucking fit because he's gonna be like dude you can't play in these conditions yeah but motherfucker we've been playing in them for years dude. yeah we have been playing in them for years get ready bitch we're coming right and for anyone who still comes with the argument that notre dame is not relevant uh basically everyone wants notre dame in in their conference right now my ass so kind of notre dame's kind of like the bell of the ball and Uh, they're they're the girl that the hot girl that just transferred to your high school and every guy's like "Ooh, look at the new girl over here hot so what everybody wants them what i heard i mean Right now, it's the Big Ten and the SEC that are kind of like your two major 
power players, right? It it I can hear the argument for Notre Dame joining both of them. Like SEC, you're going to get superior competition. Big Ten is now technically a, a coast to coast conference. Like mm-hmm. you got USC, UCLA, and you got Rutgers. So like you're still going to play that national schedule. Um, but the SEC, I guess, is supposedly kind of like Notre Dame's ally in this. Because the Big Ten obviously is making a push for Notre Dame to join. The SEC wants to make sure that Notre Dame can still make it into the college football playoff without needing to join a conference. Because if they join a conference, it's most likely going to be the Big Ten, which hurts the SEC. So they're they're like... We stand with the SEC. And the SEC stands with Notre Dame. Let's go. <laughs> so Allies. let's stay independent. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yes. The SEC, we love you guys. <laughs> For once. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I'm rooting for the SEC. There you go. I'm rooting with the SEC. Yes. Let's go. So, that's that. If, if Notre Dame has to join a conference, what are they doing? Are they A, joining the Big Ten? B, joining the SEC, C, starting their own conference with the teams that are left out, which, you know, it sounds crazy, but Stanford, Stanford, you got like all the other Pac-12 teams, the Big 12 teams that don't get bought up. Like, it's not a, it's not the most outlandish idea. Um, I think we just joined the Big 10. I know that's like very boring, but like, that's probably what'll happen. If yeah. we were to join a conference, for being honest, but staying tall, hold Be the strong. hold Be the strong. line, <laughs> hold the line. We love our independence. Hold the line. <laughs> so, there's your college football talk. Also, shout out to the Birmingham Stallions for winning the USFL. And fuck you, Michigan Panthers. Yeah, we're out on you, bitches. Oh, by the way, Cal is the green jersey game for Notre Dame. Video was sweet. Boom. Okay. Um, I think that's all my sports talk. Yeah, I don't got any other sports. Okay. Wrapping up the show, dumb thoughts, random stories, anything like that. Hope everyone had a great 4th of July week. I think I have a good investment. Okay. And I need you to throw rocks at it and tell me why I'm wrong because I think think it's good. I'm going to invest in bubble formula companies that make bubbles because there's no shot that it costs that much money to make a canister of bubbles okay i'm sure there's like a 400 percent markup when you sell it to the stores right Mm -hmm. and kids kids get hype for bubbles yes but not anymore Mm, wrong no Dude, I was just with two kids with last weekend. Sure, they sure. were loving bubbles. You're, for you're, multiple days. You're in the minority. That's the minority. We live right now. We live in an apartment complex with a lot of kids. You but, see any bubbles over here, dude? The kids next door were no. blowing bubbles off their balcony the other no. week. Nope. I don't think bubbles are going anywhere. I think they are. I think it's getting more technology based. They then, blow, a, blow a virtual bubble. No, no, no. Because then if you're going technology-based, then you can have like the bubble guns. Just yeah. automatic bubble blowers. You still need the bubble formula. But I, I also think that bubbles are like the brightest stars burn the quickest. 
Dude, bubble, bubbles are not going anywhere. No, 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 no. Like, like you buy bubbles once, and they're they're cool the one time you buy them. And then you're like, all right, well, fucking, I'm not going to go to the store and get more bubbles. Dude, if your kids get hyped for bubbles, there's there doesn't seem to be a shortage of kids. No, no, no. I think bubbles, I think bubbles, I don't like the return on the investment, the ROI. For, for every kid that's born, they're probably going to be given or have their parents buy at least one canister of bubble juice. I disagree. I guarantee you I had more than one canister of bubble juice. Yeah, 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 but you're you're thinking you're thinking locally, country-wise. You got to think international. A lot of a lot of countries international that don't fuck with bubbles. That's fine. I'll dominate the US market. You're acting like you are the bu- the bubble guy. You ain't the bubble guy. You're investing in bubbles, dude. Yeah. I don't think it's your smartest investment. I don't think so either, but I'm just I think that it's something that's just it's been around for a while and it will continue to be around. And it will continue to have sales. I feel like you think like you're going to invest like hypothetically speaking like 10 bucks and then i feel like you think that like by next year it's going to be like two million dollars that you have and it's no, going to no, be no. like I'm it's not... going to be like 10 bucks to like 1150 like you're going to make like a dollar in a year all i'm saying is that there's worse things to invest in and bubbles aren't going anywhere dude coming coming from the guy that when he sports bets <laughs> asks me if he should bet like five dollars on like tim anderson to get a hit hey don't it's you like shame me dude it's I, like i must i'm a responsible gambler yeah but like you're also gambling on like the most obvious shit of all time and then it's like yeah time to invest in bubbles like i can't imagine you're fucking dropping bank on <laughs> bubble on the bubble industry if you're fucking betting five bucks on tim anderson to get a hit hey. <laughs> maybe i am <laughs> maybe i'm gonna drop the bank on fucking bubbles so how'd you go broke? I invested a shit ton in <laughs> bubbles. Like, the fuck did you just say? <laughs> bubbles? That was your big thing? Yeah, really loved the bubble industry. I mean, Airbnbs kind of crashing, gas prices through the roof. It's bubbles. time for bubbles. It's time for bubbles. It's time for that's bubbles to take off. All right, that's all I got. All right, I got I got a couple. Um First one, just a quick question. Does putting your hand in hot like in somebody's hand in hot water when they're sleeping actually make them piss themselves? No idea. Nor do I want to find out. I kind of want to find out. The only reason I think about this is there have been multiple times recently where I've like peed before getting in the shower and then gotten into the shower and had to pee again. And I was like, that's because of the hot water. Right. I don't know. We did it to my friend's brother when I was a kid, but like he woke up. So it didn't really work. Yeah. I think it might. I'd say there's a there's a greater than 50% chance that it does. I think but it's then one the of those, other percent chance is that the person just wakes up. Yeah. I think it's one of those things like, because my thing is like, where did it start then? Like it had, like it just, had to be true. guys being dumb. Yeah. But like who, but like, okay. So say no, that doesn't work. Right. Where did it come from? Like, why did somebody think that then? I uh, I am imagining this to be like a fifth grade sleepover, mm-hmm. and the boys are just like, Let's just dip his hand like, in hot water. Like, like this guy, 
this guy fell asleep before the rest of us. What can we do? You're gonna, I don't you're know. just gonna dip his hand <laughs> in hot water. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, he peed himself, and they were like, "Oh, <laughs> what the fuck? Hand <laughs> in hot water makes you pee yourself, yeah. dude." Yeah, I think it started at a fifth grade sleepover. It's like it's kind of like wedgies. Like, were they ever really a thing? Like, why did we think it was fun when we were kids to like just take everything in our fridge and mix it into one bottle? The same thing. Like, you're just bored, looking for something to do. Dip that kid's hand in hot water. Yeah, but of like out of out of all the ways to fuck with someone in a sleepover, like dipping their hand in hot water is the last thing that comes up with I, that I come up with, even if I'm a fifth grader. I don't know. You know, I don't like know. fucking thinking of a lot of other things, drawn on their face. Yeah, maybe they they went through all the classics. They just kept fucking with him, and they were like, <laughs> "Dude, this kid still won't wake up. We've been." We've fucking slapped him in the face with cheese. We've drawn on his face. This dude still won't wake up. Time to dip his hand in hot water. Yep. Pissed. Yep. Imagine being the guy that discovered that. Yeah. That'd be sick. Like, coming to school, like, Monday morning, like, guys, do I have something to fucking tell you? (laughs) (laughs) You will not believe this shit. (laughs) If you just dip somebody's hand in hot water when they're sleeping, instantly piss themselves. Yeah. Everyone's like, dude, no way. And that's how it started. I'd probably try that with myself. I'd try to dip my own hand in hot water. <laughs> <laughs> Just to like fucking test it out to see if it works. Nah, like I said, I don't care to find out. I would like to find out. Um, all right, next thing. Uh, do you do you get the <clears throat> notification on your phone? About, like, when your your phone's charging, it's like, uh, optimized battery charging it should end at whatever. Get, make your phone charge till this certain time. Do you ever get that? Uh, I used to. Not recently. Fuck that notification, dude. First of all, for multiple reasons. One, so the notification is like, your phone is engaged in optimized battery charging. It will be done charging at blank time. Fuck that notification for one reason. My phone should always be on optimal battery charging. You dickheads at Apple. There shouldn't be a... I should plug in my phone and it should be optimized battery charging immediately. I think Apple is just getting too smart. No, 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 no. Fuck that. Like we just need... We still need the dumbed down version of things. We don't need this scientific optimization. Yeah, but like what I'm saying is like I should... There should never... there shouldn't be an optimized battery charging. It should just be battery charging. Sure. Every, all battery charging should be optimized. Yeah. You know? And then second of all, it happens a lot of time when I'm sleeping. hmm So, like, I don't give a fuck. Just like, wants it, to let you know how yeah. smart they are. It's like, hey, dude, your phone's going to be done charging at 2.15. It's like, fucking, okay, dude, I'm going to be asleep. You don't have to tell me. Yeah. And then I got to look at it in the morning, and I just get fucking more pissed off. <laughs> Son of a fucking bitch. This I'm sure you can shut it off. Yeah, but fucking, dude, I don't know. I fucking hate that notification. That that thing could suck my ass. How about that? Um, last thing I got. I saw this on TikTok the other day. If oh, you were, I got one other thing, too. If you were a burglar, but the only thing you could steal was just things that slightly inconvenience the people that you stole from, mm-hmm. what would you steal? Oh, batteries. From where? 
wherever anything that's battery powered steal all the batteries or like like uh in the back of your remote you got two batteries i just bop one of them out yeah that would suck because that like (laughs) there's a lot of things that are battery powered and then when you go to use it and you're just like what just one battery's in here it would suck if i didn't have batteries I'd yeah, make a or, trip. yeah, or then then you take, if you have like a battery drawer, take the batteries, and then every time, once the next time something at the house runs out of batteries, done. You don't have yeah. any more, and you thought you did. So one of the things I thought of was uh, the plate in the microwave that Ooh, rotates. Yeah, that's a good one. I would take that. Yep. Um, another one that I would, it's not anything that I would take, but if I could... I would figure out a way to like unplug the stove and the microwave so they would have to reset their time every morning. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm fucking with you guys. Um, shoelaces. Oh, yeah. That would be a good one. Because you could technically still wear the shoes, but they would just be like flopping around. Or I would just take one shoe. Yeah. What else would I take? Or like, like this would be mean for, for all women, but like one earring. Oh, yeah. And I would just pass them off. Because then they'd be looking for it. They'd think they lost it. Right. Like, you, you, one shoe's gone. You're like, who, someone stole this shoe. You lose an earring. You're like, where the fuck did this earring go? Right. What else? A, a toothbrush? I would unscrew the leg of one of their couches. Just one leg, so it would dip. Or, um... If they had legs on a table, just cut one corner of it so that it's Short, like yeah. slightly uneven. It's got to lean it, to it. It does that yeah. little wobble. Yep. Yep. It's not really stealing. That's just more damaging of property. Uh, Like laundry detergent. I'll just steal the whole thing of laundry detergent because that would also help me out. You Pam. Oh, yeah. I couldn't cook. Eh, what the, you got to steal Pam and like olive oil. Yeah. That'd be tough. It's about all I got, though. I'd steal the mouse to their computer and <laughs> hope it's and hope it's a desktop. <laughs> <laughs> and hope it's a desktop. Yeah, yeah. like if I, I, thought, I saw I if I saw so that they had to use the little circle no, mouse no, on no. your laptop keyboard. No, I'm talking like if I see a desktop in their house, I'm stealing the <laughs> fuck out of that mouse, dude. And they're gonna be like, "Son of a bitch, I gotta go buy it." Cause that's like fucking like fifty bucks, dude. Yeah, that's too. that's tough. That's like tough. that's that's a lot. And they're like, "Fuck, I can't even use my computer. <laughs> I can't go anywhere." That's good. Uh part of their charging cable. I don't know if I would take the block or the actual cable. I think I would take the cable. I so think I take just the said, block. No, because <laughs> but but like we have we have places in our apartment that just oh, have like right. USB yeah, yeah, and yeah. things. So I would just like steal the cable and they'd be like, fucking, I just got a block now. <laughs> I got to yeah. order a cable. That's good. That's good. I, you know what I would do? I would steal the cable and replace it with the old iPhone cable that doesn't oh, doesn't have the same mean. thing. And then they'd be like, fucking, how'd this thing from 2012 get here? That's mean. What <laughs> about, what about, uh, like one or two light bulbs in their fixtures so that when they turn oh, it on, yeah. it's just like half dead. That'd be, that's good. That's good. Or you know what I would do? I would slightly tilt all their picture frames too, so they gotta <laughs> fucking go and level them again. <laughs> That'd be tough. 
That's good. That's funny to think about. Let us know. What would you do? Or what are we missing? Yeah. That's all I got, though. All right. I'm I'm not going to bring up what else I had. It's just dumb. So that is where we are wrapping up. Shed Some Light, episode 179. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Uh, check out the description down below. It does have links to all of our social media. And don't forget, if you have not yet, please give us that five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be sure to read it on the next episode. Hope everyone has a great weekend. And in the meantime, keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.